0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Outside Perspective. If it's your first time listening, thank you for joining us. A little bit of housekeeping. If you like the podcast, if you like this episode, go leave a five-star rating and leave a review. Also, you may be listening, but you might not be subscribed. So go back, hit that subscribe button, please. Um, I really appreciate it. So let's recap that. Subscribe, rate, review. Thank you. Uh, all right. So speaking of two thousand nineteen, how how is everybody feeling? You feeling good? Oh man, right. You're. We you got the holidays. They're, we're we're past those. I don't think the next holiday is for like another like five months. As far as when you get off of work for a paid holiday, that's not go- if you, unless you work for like the post office or something. Uh, well, not the post office, like the DMV, right? They get off for every goddamn holiday. I digress. It's a beautiful day. I think you guys are going to enjoy today's podcast. But before I get to the guest, let me tell you about some friends of mine. I want to take a second and tell you guys about my friends over at Jombo Superfoods. Jombo Superfoods is a California-based health food company that provides the highest quality cannabis-based products. But I want to tell you guys specifically about their CBD line. CBD stands for cannabidol. Cannabidol is one of the many cannabinoids found in the cannabis plant and has also been shown to have medicinal value. Meaning it can aid in improving your health. The cannabis plant is an adaptogen and cbd specifically has been shown to reduce inflammation aid in mood regulation in cases of depression but it can also reduce anxiety and stress and has neuroprotective properties meaning it can help the brain it blows my mind when i think about all of the different things that this one plant can do and this is just a small list of the benefits of cbd Now, before I go any further, I know many of you have already heard the word cannabis and have automatically gotten worried. Let me put your worries to bed. You're asking yourself, will I fail a drug test? No, you will not. If you are buying high-quality products like those from Jumbo Superfoods, they use only premium ingredients. Nothing artificial, nothing harmful. All their products are made right here in the U.S., And they are tested in a lab to measure for purity. You can actually go over to their website, jombosuperfoods.com, and see the lab results for yourself. Go check it out. And while you're there, you can check out their full line of CBD products. They have CBD spray. Their CBD spray is phenomenal. I like to put the cinnamon one in my coffee. Tastes delicious. They have CBD drops, both for you and your pets. They have a grass-fed ghee and MCT oil. Add that to your coffee. They have a lip balm. They have a muscle balm, which is my absolute favorite. I use the muscle balm after training jiu-jitsu. I put it on my fingers. I put it on my sore muscles and such. It makes a world of difference. So remember, go over to jambosuperfoods.com. That's J-A-M-B-O-S-U-P-E-R-F-O-O-D-S, jambosuperfoods.com. Check them out use the link in the show notes to helps support the podcast so i thank you in advance if you're a first time shopper use the code jumbo loves you at checkout and you'll get 15% off your first order so one more time go to jombosuperfoods.com use the link in the show notes to help support the podcast and use the code jumbo loves you at checkout to save 15% all right we're back let me tell you about my guest Today's guest is Jesse Finney. He is the CEO of Shamrock FC. He also has a few other businesses, one of which would be like Finney's MMA, which is an MMA gym, but he also has like a general fitness gym as well called All-in-One Fitness. Um, He has several other real estate dealings. He is just an all-around businessman, entrepreneur. He's a fucking winner. I really enjoy talking to him. Um, to reach a certain level in business, it, it takes a certain mindset. Uh, it, it takes you know, building a team and putting the right type of people around you. And Jesse has definitely uh, put together um, a good team around him. He's put together a great organization. I actually fought for that organization during my time as a professional fighter, uh, and I had nothing but good experiences. So I really enjoyed sitting down with him. This is a very busy time for him, being that being that he does own a gym. It's the beginning of the year. Most people are trying to get in there and get healthy, right? So that's probably the number one New Year's resolution I can imagine is lose weight, uh, add muscle, just get just getting into the gym, right? We all know that. That's that's the fucking cycle. So it's a very busy time. He took some time out of his day and sat down with me. I can't thank him enough for that. Let's check it out, guys. Jesse Finney. There we go. All right, Jesse Finney. Thank you so much for, for doing this, man. I yeah, appreciate I'm, it.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thanks for working around everything that we had going on today. So uh, and be able to squeeze me in with your schedule as well.
0: Well, you know, this is just a part of it, right? Uh, when you're running a, a business, you know, there's a lot of time demands, especially when you reach a certain level and, uh, and you're at that level. I mean, you're running Shamrock FC, uh, one of the largest organizations in the country for mixed martial arts. So, I mean, thank you. Thank you for having me, you know, and um,
1: as far as, like, uh, running the business, but, yeah, we're busy, but you also picked the first part of January when we own a health club as well, so now everyone's getting in shape, including myself.
0: That's true. You know what? I didn't even think about that. You (laughs) do. Yeah, because we're in In All-in-One Fitness. Right. That's your gym here. Right. Yeah, one-one. Everybody wants to uh, get in the gym and, and get it going gym the trainers myself everybody feels fat right now yeah so <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> get I mean, after it a long stretch of the holidays that's it i came in here earlier and i podcasted with ezra Linden, Yeah. and you were on the treadmill or yeah. you're on the elliptical you're getting yeah. your work in
1: i make it a priority no matter what yeah like no matter what like for me if you don't have your health and fitness you don't have anything yeah. and, and i mean that like and i said to everybody like listen I don't care if you work on a Planet Fitness, Club Fitness, All in One Fitness, anything. Get in and work out. Yeah, because it doesn't just help you physically, but mentally and truly. Like if you don't have your, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Yeah. Zero. One
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It all starts there. I mean, uh, I like the saying, sooner or later, like your health will be your number one concern. And it should be now. Yeah. It a- should be now. Absolutely. And I and I say that over your kids because you know what? If
1: you don't take your health to fitness number one, that means your kids aren't going to have you anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, some people might look at that as selfish, and maybe us being, like, athletes our whole lives, it just comes a little bit more second nature, but if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody. That is that is the truth, and
1: that, that's mentally and physically.
0: Yeah. You know, so for me, if I don't get my,
1: my workout in, I know that's going to affect me mentally as well, Yeah. Um, as far as, like, I try to coach as many of my kids' sports as possible as well, so I'm going to be shorter with my kids, I'll be shorter with my wife, I'll be shorter with you know, my team around me, and if I
0: don't take care of myself, then um, I, I have to, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, no, it really, it really does start with, uh, like, a good, like, a good structured day, and uh, and movement should be a part of that. Amen. So what's Amen. your day like? What's
1: a what's day for Jessica? my day like? Um, each day is different, you know, if I'm on the road or from I'm, I'm here locally, right? So uh, I think a lot of it, you know, it's kind of crazy because, you know, um, from where it is now to five years like you know before it was just grind 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 and now it's like you know it's kind of crazy because um, i coach a lot of my kids sports and you know i waited until i was 35 34 35 to have my first child so um i I wasn't 25 you know so i i make sure that my my health fitness my business everything else is in in order but then also uh, my priorities are my kids yeah. And everybody says, oh, well, you're so business. Well, I'm really not that business as, well, I think a lot of people think is it's more I'm like, you know, my kids are going to be there and then, um, and then the business is going to be there as well. So start off my day, I always work out in the mornings, first thing. And then, uh, I take my kids to school at least two days a week. And then I try to pick them up one day a week, which that doesn't always happen. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, work out and get our meetings going, um, throughout the day. Kind of everybody, what's shaking, what's moving, what's going if it's in the health club um, or it's in the martial arts uh, studio or if it's in the uh, in the shamrock you know so uh try to do all that try to get all that knocked out by noon one-ish eat some lunch come back and um in work until probably either i'm either working or uh, meetings or doing something along those lines so probably seven-ish probably two nights a week and then uh the other nights, man, I mean, sometimes it goes till 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, and then at least two days a week, I'm coaching their basketball. At this point, right now, I'm either coaching basketball. Um, basketball, or, well, we just got up with soccer. So, I mean, it's, it's always one of my kids' sports. Yeah. You know, no matter what. Yeah, dude, the sports don't stop either. You know, sports don't stop. And um, I wouldn't change it, though, man. Like, I mean, like, my kids, truly, I can tell you this, like, I'm probably one of the few. Of my kids that have never played a video game ever. Oh really? Never. Never. Oh, my kids have nice. never played a video game. My kids have. They get one hour a week on the iPad. Nice. You know, so like, and, and, and the reason that's that's credit to my wife because, and they've never picked up a cell phone. So like, they've never. I don't play any any cell phone, and we try to push them all outside. Like, hey, you know what? I mean, I was an athlete. My wife was an athlete. So, go play basketball. Go pick up horse poop go pick up dog poop go do something go yeah. go do something just you be know? active just be, be active be active be active be outside go do something yeah but you know what yeah. you're not gonna sit here you're not gonna watch tv and you're not gonna you know when you get home from school you're either gonna go we don't force it on them you know but like uh um you know go do something you know our basement's yeah. not finished at our house so i have like a full uh obstacle course in the basement oh, and then nice. we time them right so like we have like um like probably a 25 foot agility ladder taped to the basement floor and then we have like um little little hurdles they can jump over, you know, and then we just time them on that, I mean, like yeah, but it's but it, they're working out without even knowing they're working out,
0: yeah, I right. mean,
1: you just you just making it a part of life, It's life I mean, you know, and you know what it's just like they don't know any different, right, so they don't know any different and um, but I couldn't do all this if I don't have like such an amazing team around me, like yeah. and I really mean that, like putting the right people in the right places um, i mean i i I do what I have to do, but I have people that I depend on, and um that I respect their their work ethic and the type of people they are and you know it allows me to do to grow the business and not work in the business all the time
0: yeah right that's a problem a lot of entrepreneurs have right they're always working in the business in the business they're never working on the business dude that was probably one of the hardest
1: things i ever learned in my life like and because i want to do it i want to i got to do this i got to do this i got to do this and it's like listen if i don't step back and let someone else grow then that means the business is only gonna be as big as me right so like i always say hey, listen you know you you're you're in this position because i believe in you you know what if i didn't believe in you then you wouldn't be working here right you know or in, in any of the businesses mm-hmm. do what you think is best hey do right. we, you got to, you, if you got you need me let's talk i mean whatever you think let's bounce some ideas let's have some fun you right. know like you know that I mean, it's january right now what's you know what's specials we're gonna run this and that the guys to everybody in shape and what do you guys think? And that's where the ideas come from. Everybody thinks that I'm this smart guy and that I've got, I've, I'm have got i such a smart business guy, quote-unquote, and, man, that's not true. It's, I mean, like, it's truly, you, you know what, it's the people that I surround myself with that we can use their brains to make things work. And, you know, yes, I can pop some ideas here and there, but, I mean, I, I, I focus on the other people and let them grow.
0: Now, how long do you think, like— how long did it take for you to get to that place? Or maybe not how long, but, like, what, what do you think got you to that place? Is there anything that, like, sticks out or any lessons that maybe stick out along the way that was like, you know what, I can't have control all the time, and I have to trust my guys to to succeed and to fail because sometimes that's a part of it. Um,
1: you, I, I'm still working on that today. I really am. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll am work on it the rest of my life. It's just yeah. trying to do that. But I think more than anything, it's probably a lot of uh, – um, getting the right people, knowing you trust in them, and I think that it probably took at least a minimum of—I know it sounds crazy, but I'd say probably ten to ten to fifteen years. Yeah. Right. I mean, so, um, and and I always tell the guys, <laughs> it, it, I don't want to sound be cursing here or anything else, but I always they always the always the joke is, hey, just don't fuck it up. You know, like, <laughs> that's like, I, like they were like what about this I was like hey man I don't care let's do it just don't fuck it up hey, like, it's that, that simple <laughs> I mean, like just don't and they all they make, like, that's like the running joke like I don't hey whatever you think is best just don't fuck it up yeah like mm-hmm. and, and you know what my guys know that like we have a lot of fun like yeah. I mean we have a lot of fun um, as a team and I, and I always tell the guys like I mean like listen when you're not having fun man like just quit yeah like truly like just quit, because then you're you're losing your, your passion for it, right? Like, yeah. And the only person I can say that probably doesn't have as much fun as he should all the time is, is, is Rob Donnaker. Because <laughs> all, everything, you know, like he just gets grinded on and grinded on and grinded on. Now, fight night, for him and I, it's almost like a party, like 12, 13 times a year, 14, 15 times now that we're doing now, right? So, like, it's like, yes. Yeah. You know, like, okay, it was worth it. Yeah. But to lead up getting to it? Uh, it's not work man it no oh man no i don't think a lot of people see that or understand that because and my wife said this to me truly like 15 years ago she's like jesse you just don't you don't show it you don't talk to people about it you just do it so people think it looks easy and you know you just don't you don't you don't complain and tell everybody what's going on you're doing this you're doing that you don't tell people and you gotta, you don't gotta like Nowadays they go out there. Oh, I'm working so hard on, and you're on your Facebook, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. Man, shut up, dude! Like no one really wants to hear that. Right. You know what? Be about it. Don't just say what you're gonna do. Just go do it. Yeah. And when you do it, it's that simple. Yeah. And then if you make it look easy, then everyone's gonna do it. Okay, well go do it.
0: Yeah, it's such a it's such a fine line in today's atmosphere because. When it comes to business, it, that's all. It, action is truly like the only truth. It's just about doing the fucking work. Right. At the end of the day, but like now we're in this space to where you have a lot of people who like look like they're doing something online, and they're not. But then you have a lot of people who like like you, for example, like you're doing a lot, but you're not online a whole lot. But then like now we're kind of entering this space to where it's like you need to do a lot offline, but now you also have to do a lot online. It's it's really weird, you know what I'm saying? Like we're kind of entering like a weird space with social. Uh, well, like, social is almost like a, a necessary evil now. It is, and it wasn't it, in the beginning. It is, but I don't know if that's.
1: Uh, I don't know. I I've always been one of these people. Like I I really don't have to um, tell everybody what I'm doing, how hard I'm working, this and that. And like, look, I'm not. I don't think you've ever heard me talk trash on somebody. I, mean, I don't think you've ever heard me like out there like. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm grinding so hard. Man,
0: shut the
1: F up, man. Just go do it and people will see it. And if they don't see it, why do you care anyway? Because really, truly, it's about you and your family anyway. That's true. I don't, I mean, like, so I'm not sure that, that it really has to be like, and you know you have to be on social. You have to do this. Now, I'm probably a little more old school when it comes to that. But I don't really care. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, truly, like, I as long as my, you know, business is taken care of, the team around me is taken care of. We're all happy. My
0: family's happy and healthy. I don't really care. Yeah, I like, mean, at the end of the day, business is done face to face. Amen. It, it really is. I mean, even I mean, some people can build their 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 business like on social and whatnot, but a lot of business is done like old school way still. Man. The best businesses, I've noticed. I've, I've, I I've study a lot of people. Uh, we talked about, like, Andy Frizzello being one of them, at, you know, just kind of in the St. Louis area. And it's just amazing just, like, how well you can do just with old school practices. Sending thank you cards. You know yes. what I mean? Like, making the phone call.
1: Yes. Handshakes. Yes. And I think that to this, you know, I think in today's world, that's, that's a missed art. And I think, like, um... The guys that I do business with, most of the guys I do business with, I would actually probably say 90% of the people I do business with, we have, we've done things that way for many years. Yeah. And it's cool because you've seen, um, a lot of us start at the bottom, you know, like, I mean, I grew up South city, three blocks North of Roosevelt, right? No way. And I've heard people say that I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I was rich. I was that. <laughs> You don't even have a clue. But my, my point is, is like um, a lot of us have climbed the ropes together. Yeah. You know, and like there's a ladder. It's one step. And we all, a lot of us still talk. You know, I mean, in fact, we talk, talk all the time. Like a lot of us, then, you know, the best type of advice you get is from people that really don't know your, your business. Yeah. Right? So, like, hey, what do you think about this in this situation?
0: Yeah, because they have just a completely different outlook completely on it. Completely different outlook. Yeah. You think maybe, as I'm sitting here listening to you talk, I wonder if maybe it's, it's just more of a – it's, like, just this perception that Instagram and Facebook and these things are, like, the way things are going or maybe the way things are now and that's not really the case because I guess I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it and – the most successful people probably don't give a damn about that. I could care less. Yeah, exactly. They could. They don't, they don't care anything about it. I mean, you have like your Gary V's and you have, you know, some people who are like killing it on there. But for the most part, I mean, I doubt Warren Buffett really cares anything about social media. Can, can I tell you something? Please. I, I, I've I been told by numerous,
1: numerous people, like, you have got to get busy. you got to start on your Instagram. I don't have Instagram you got to do this you got to get Instagram you got to do this you got to do this because you can make so much money at it so much money at it. and I'm like I don't care about the money yeah like I'm in a very good spot in my life yeah like I don't know if I really want to take on something along those lines that I've got to be bigger promoting myself yeah I'd rather promote other people around me yeah and then work together and build stars together yeah you know <laughs> and, and build a more of a better culture and a better team and everybody else around me all right, it's gonna. I'm, it doesn't about be about me. Yeah. I mean, like and I, I say all the time, like the worst promoter out there, in I mean, is a person that promotes themselves all the time, themselves, themselves, and it's like, dude, you make me want to throw up. Like, yeah. Stop. Like you are just. I, I don't know, but like, pro- should I? Yeah, probably should. Uh, I won't. Like yeah. I mean, like I never say never, but I'm mean, just not right now. I won't. Yeah. It's just
0: not who I am, and. uh, and it's not something I have to. Yeah. So it's like, why do it if I don't have to? I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame you. I mean, you've been, you've been in business for a really long time. And that's one of the things I really wanted to talk to you about because sure. um, you have built such a successful you know, team around you. So you have, I mean, Shamrock is one of them, but you have all in one fitness. Mm-hmm. How many businesses do you have? Is it. Well, I mean, I have um,
1: Shamrock. I have Shamrock FC. I have all in one fitness, I have Finny's MMA. Um, I sold the other gyms right now, so that's like that's right. So you started several yep. other businesses. Yeah, and then I had a real estate company um, years ago. Sold that. We're still buying. My wife and I still. My mom. My mom has been in business for 30 years now. I guess probably she owns a um, Robeck Realty. Oh, which nice. Is a, a, a real estate firm out in like Labadee, Washington, Missouri. So like my wife and I still buy and sell real estate all the time. Yeah. As much as possible. Real estate is really where it's at. It's where, I mean, that's what I don't think a lot of people understand is, like, people think, I made all this money, like, from the fights, and I did this and that. Like, I mean, I made my first decent amount of money in real estate, like, to help me get started, you yeah. know, and, uh, yeah, so, like, that's what a lot, I mean, and we still, I mean, we still buy houses and sell houses and buy commercial, residential, whatever, and if we see a good deal, we buy it. And, yeah. And, and, and truly, that's probably what I'll do after the fight world. Right. Because I, I love it. I love the art of the deal, you know, like. Of making the
0: right deal and then everyone's happy. Mm -hmm. Great. I love it. You know, so. So, throughout your time, like, who have been some of your mentors in business or in fighting or? Um, My mom. Like, truly. You know, like, um, my mom was 17 when she had me.
1: She was 17 when she had me. My dad was 18. Um, And, like, she, she never graduated high school because of me. And she is the biggest grossing agent in Franklin County. Oh, wow. Yep. I mean, and, like, she's been top agent for, top broker for the last probably five, seven years out there. She'll never take no for an answer. She'll just grind and grind and grind and grind. And truly, like, um, it's definitely where I get my work ethic. And no one from my father, too. But uh, my stepdad, um, Robert Biggs, who uh, was a kickboxing champion, Oh, nice! Um, he fought on, on world, wide world sports,
0: and I've seen him Bill. fight. Yep. Jim Jenkins showed yep. me like some old um, some old videos yep. of him fighting. Bill Wallace, he yeah. fought Bill Wallace yeah. in Bill's retirement fight,
1: lost, uh, split decision in Bill's t- hometown. But like, um, so he he taught me a lot about the fight business as well. Yeah. Um, but he had a karate school up in North County, West Florissant Chambers, and uh, so that's how I kind of got into it a little bit. That's how you got into martial arts. Yeah. So and my karate. my. Um, my mom met my stepdad when I was eight. Uh-huh. I think it was eight, and then I, uh, I grew. I was in West County, with my great my with my grandparents. My parents went to Lafayette High School. Um, I was living, you know, with both grandparents, my mom, and my dad, and you know, I was, you know, they were seventeen, right? So yeah, like, and they had a great family support system. So my mom and dad were trying to make it, and then uh, you know they split when I was like two, right? So they still they still this day great friends, but uh, I mean. I don't know, like so basically my mom met my stepdad and we moved to South St Louis, yeah, so here I was, this uh white kid, white as white could be, you know, <laughs> love sports, and I don't think I'd ever seen a black person in my life, and I was like, what's this? and then all of a sudden I started getting like
0: culture shock
1: culture shock, and um, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, honestly because yeah. now like and then I moved there and you know we you know we literally we lived three blocks north of Roosevelt. So, I was, you know, it was either a fighter.
0: Lots of scraps growing you know, that's,
1: that's all it was, man. Like, but it's also the reason I think that I can talk to anybody. I yeah. can get along with anybody. If it's from the CEO of, um, you know, big casino businesses to um, a kid coming off the streets for a dream. Yeah. You know,
0: like, I truly, like, I'm blessed because of that. That's super important to be able just to see people as people. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, and I've been there, man. That's what I don't think a lot of people understand. Is like, I've been there. I remember where I had no money. Um, when I was twenty, twenty two 22 years old out of college, and uh, I was like, I-, I swear to God, it was a changing point in my life. I was like, I never asked my parents for, they didn't have anything to give to me, number one. Like, uh, and nothing, zero. And, um, and like, I was like, I had $20, and I was like, I will never get to this point again the rest of my life. And I was 22 years old. And I've never asked anybody for anything, and I'm like, I will never, this will never happen to me again. I swear to God, I was bartending down Harpo's on the Landing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I was like, dude, this will never happen. And just made
0: a choice right then and there. Right
1: then and there. I was like, I'll never get in this spot in the rest of my life. Yeah. And then I opened um, a little gym, 800-square-foot gym over in Be- by Bevo Mill. Literally, it was probably it was 800 square feet. Yeah. And And uh, we went from there to a small gym, about 1,500 square feet inside uh, um, Crosswood Mall inside a fitness center mm-hmm. called St. Louis Workout. And then
0: yeah. Moved. I think that's important. I mean, you said, like, you you can remember, like, there's a point where you made a choice, and you said, like, no more. Dude, I'll, I'll never forget it. I was, I was bartending at NPO
1: rallies in the Central West End. I was 22 years old, fresh out of college, had no idea what I was going to do with my life. Like, truly. I mean, I, I thought I, my whole life I was going to be a professional baseball player. Yeah, like, literally, that was it. That was it. Like, ah, don't worry about it. I'm going to be a professional baseball player. And I was always pretty gifted when it came to, to sports, but so I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Well, what if not? Like, yeah, nah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a professional baseball player. Couldn't tell you otherwise. Oh, it was it never even crossed my mind. Yeah, never crossed my mind. So anyway, I got out of college, and I was like, well, I'm not gonna be a professional baseball player. <laughs> that didn't work out. I'm six foot and 195 pounds, so, um, and I'm not that, not nearly as good as I thought I was. So yeah, like, like what's next? Yeah, well, so anyway, and like there was, um, you know, rest her soul. She's passed away. Her name was Chris O'Reilly. Uh, she said that I gave a drink away. <laughs> right and when I was in and like she's like oh you, you you're fired I'd never been fired from a job in my life I'd never really I always was a hard worker you know no matter what if I was delivering pizzas when I was 16 years old I was hardest working pizza delivery guy you'll ever meet like literally I was just like going so I always want to be the best always want to be the best like like dude you go to my household it's sick like because of my wife and my kids and we don't we don't do well at our house playing games against each other but um, <laughs> but like like um truly like she was like, "You gave that drink away," and I was like, "I did not give it away." Known to behold, I gave away hundreds and hundreds of drinks before that. Just not that. That much. one I did not <laughs> give away. That one I did not give away, and I got fired. Like, and I was like, and that was, you know, that was twenty years ago. So, like, in back then, I was making three or four hundred dollars a night cash. Oh wow! I had no money, zero. You just blowing it all. Blowing it. Partying and I was wild. I'll be the first. I mean, I was nuts and we'd party. And now and I was like, So I went to Harpo's, got a job, then went to Morgan Street. And I was working in Morgan Street and I was like, I have $20. Like, what is wrong with you at 20 bucks? And I was like, I was so that's one thing you can ask anybody about I me. Mean, I'm, I'm the hardest critic of myself. Like, I am, I should always do better. Oh, to a fault. Oh, to no. I deserve it, you know, because I can. I can. I know I can do better. I, I can guarantee I can outwork anybody, and I mean that. Like, bring it. I will win. Like, yeah. no difference about that. No, I will understand. win. I love that. No. I love it, that. It won't happen. But, like, I was like, you're a piece of shit. You have $20 to your name. Shame on you. Yeah. Like, shame on you. And I was like, I'll never be in this spot the rest of my life. My sister's 27. I think she's 28 right now, but, like, uh, or she'll be 28 in February. <clears throat> and she's way more gifted than I am, and I always tell her that story. I'm like, listen. I got in this position, I got myself out of it. But you know what, you need to look yourself in the mirror and you need to make a decision that you're never going to be in this spot again. Yeah. And, and she's talented, smart, beautiful. And uh, and I just tell her that story, she's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah. I, mean, I don't tell everybody my whole story, but that's kind of like, I mean, exactly kind of a little shook Yeah,
0: so when you graduated school, I mean, did you just... Never just, graduated. Oh, you didn't graduate? Never, never graduated. Oh, okay. Nope. You just, you're just just done with school? Done. Okay. I walked
1: out, full right scholarship. Oh, damn. So, yeah. I mean, so anyway, out, out of school, yeah, I was just...
0: I didn't know what I was going to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're answering my question. Because, like, I took that traditional path. Like, growing up in the Midwest, you're always taught, you got to go to school. You got to get that degree. You got to get that corporate nine to five. Like, that's, like, the safe route. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. And then, like, I did that. And, like, I worked at Express Scripts like, five and a half years. And then ended up getting, like, let go through, like, not because of my performance, just kind of, like, outside of circumstances. And, like, that was probably... That was like two weeks before my last fight on your show. Oh wow! Yeah, so this was probably I guess what year and a half ago now, and uh, but that like it changed the way I look at the world in the sense that like there's no one way to make it in this world, no. and like whatever you is told that like whatever you're told is like safe or like you're supposed to do like like fuck that like you can make it happen like you can build the life that you want to build and you can make it happen you just got to put in the work, so like. I took like I've taken a couple contract jobs just like to like one was like five months one was six months over the past like couple years but like I decided like I cannot work in a corporate setting I just can't do it anymore I have to work for myself like I have to build my own life like I have to make it work like I just can't do it like I made that choice but like so many people just like they're just afraid to like to do that so I was I was wondering if I was going to ask you, like, oh, so you graduated school. Like, what made you, like, make that choice? But you said you, you made the choice, and you, just, you and then you left school. So I
1: signed well, with the University of Kansas my junior year for baseball. Okay? Signed. I had 85% ride. Okay? Living – I mean, I was living it. Yeah. Guess what? Graduated high school early. Okay? A semester early. Oh, dang. Okay? And I didn't make the grades to go to the University of Kansas. It's because I was just – you know, I was, I I could do, I mean, I was an athlete. I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah. It was untouchable.
0: Yeah. You know, I, in my head.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what? It was in my head, and I was, and then, like, they're like, your GPA is, is like, in the bottom two thirds. <laughs> and I'm like. What? And, I, and my ACT, I, I scored, like, a 28 on my ACTs. So I always did real well, but I was just kind of, you know, squeezed by. Yeah. Right? So, just, like. Just enough. Just enough. You know, but, like, I always, I always thought I knew the system. I'd just get by. Well, so so anyway, the reason I tell you that is because like I took the least traditional route, so I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? So then I went and played uh, junior college baseball, and lo lo and behold, is like. your first year and second year of junior college baseball, that's really high level baseball because you, if you don't get drafted until after your junior year, if you go, you don't get drafted until after your junior year. So everyone goes plays for one year, two years of baseball, and then they go to D1, D2. Okay. So anyway, but I thought I, I, I would have screwed that up too. But anyway, <laughs> I've always been the guy that's got to get slapped in the face. Um, but so I was like, you know what? Like I got out and I was like, no matter what, I if I'm going to bet on somebody, on something – I'm betting on myself. 100%. Like, I'm betting on me because that's something I can control. Mm-hmm. You know what? I can control that. I'm not going to bet on that, you know, that division of of Express Scripts gets, you know, released. Or, you know what? Like, it's just like with the casino business. Like, i multiple offers to, like, get a lot more money but be exclusive. Uh, well, that means I work for them. I don't work with them. I work for them. Big difference. Big difference. And yeah. like, you know what? Let's work together. You know, let's work together. I'm not working for you. Yeah. And, I, and there's been quite a few of, uh, <laughs> I've had a lot of big offers in the fight business, man. Like, um, come work for, for companies. Yeah. I well, mean, you've worked with the biggest companies. I And I've had multiple, multiple job offers and, um, for a lot of money.
0: Yeah.
1: Relocation fees and a lot of money. And
0: I, I just turn it down, man, because yeah. I, you know what? Um, I'd rather work with you not for you right oh no, jesse you don't want to come move out to vegas and work with us right you don't want to live in st louis a little right. town you make four times as much here yeah <laughs> yep, exactly
1: and you know what and like i've had some big offers i mean some some nice high profile ego you know what and i'm like man it's not like listen uh, i'd rather work with people that i'm not going to work for you and if i'm gonna bet if i'm gonna work my ass off I'm working for me.
0: Yeah. You seem and you seem like the type of person that likes to build. I do. I love it. I, I, I thrive on building things like yeah. Like I thrive on
1: um, businesses that are that are failing that I can go around and I know I can fix that. Yeah. I know I
0: can turn it around and we know we can make it better. Yeah.
1: And we do it together.
0: What uh do you ever see like a, a future in that and just like consulting and, and turning around businesses? You ever see that in the future? Um Is anything ever crossed your mind? Yeah. In Multiple multiple times I have multiple offers oh really yeah even to do that yeah
1: and um you know what unless I can bring my team with me I'm not going anywhere yeah you know what like I mean shift gears here but like I've had multiple offers of for people to try to buy our companies Mm -hmm. and I always say no because it's man for me I'm good I'm good forever it's not about you anymore it's not about me it, it's it's not about me. I mean, like like it, it's about the my team around me, my guys. I'm such a guys guy, and people don't even know that. It, the guys that know me, I'm probably the biggest guys guy out there. But like, man, let let's dude, let's kill this together. Like, I, I don't. I mean, I just had this conversation the other day, like with our with our with our health club. It's like we were you know doing better, and we had a good year, and we had just a horrific November, horrific and i was like look at these numbers like do you i'm like there's zero chance that we're going to go backwards we're going forward and you better make this up in december and i'm going to do it with you yeah. cuz i don't want to fucking lose and you know and it had zero to do with money zero it's just about winning and losing Lo- winning and losing
0: I fucking hate losing
1: dude like, <laughs> you don't even like you don't even like I, I i'm i'm one of the most sick individuals in the world when it comes to like
0: winning and losing dude i hate it so i decided i had to stop fighting like i just i just lost the drive to where like winning didn't become important to me anymore it was really weird like it was just something mentally to where it just wasn't like the driving force and i just i just love to win and uh i've just shifted that now into just like life and business life yeah like and, just and, winning and life that's it and you know what like there's a
1: lot of different avenues there, like just winning in life. I mean, if it's you're winning because you're you're happy at home, right? You're winning in life because you're getting yourself in better shape. You're winning in life because you're helping other people.
0: Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of other things that people don't understand about winning. Does that know? word legacy start coming into play in your head a lot more now, or? I think do, it does. Do you think about it. You know
1: but Like, like truly, like
0: I hear that all the time. Legacy, legacy, legacy. It's almost like a buzzword now. So it it is. And for for me,
1: like I don't you know, like. It's not about me. I, I go back to it. I, I don't give a shit about my legacy. And I, I know it sounds probably cliche to say that, but like, it's not my legacy, man. Like, you know what? I wouldn't be where I'm at without the team around me. Yeah. So it's not me. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's not me. It's
0: not about you, and it's maybe not about like legacy in the grand sense of like what, like, the outside world thinks about, but, like, legacy about, like, the people who are closest to you with your team. Like, I think it's important. Like, I want to leave a very, like, positive and lasting impact on the people that I connect with. Sure. So I think about it from, like, like a very, like, indiv- like individualistic standpoint. You-
1: yes, I can see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. For me, you know what? Like,
0: I guess I just haven't got to that point
1: yet. Yeah. You know, because... I don't know, man. Like, it's probably sounds. I, I'd rather be the best second grade soccer coach. Yeah. That you know, and like with my kids, then it's just about
0: being the best. It's about whatever being you're the doing. best
1: in everything I do, man. Like I'm sick, and you know what? The friends have known me for years, and like, I am. Uh, look, I'll give you. Uh, look, my wife. My wife played um, Division One volleyball. University of Jacksonville, in Florida. She played. Um, she played in Australia, Brazil, Italy. She played all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. She's a tremendous athlete, okay? Her and her and I cannot play air hockey. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Like, probably eight, 17, 17 years ago, we went on a cruise ship. It rained the whole time. Literally, I was going to get another room because we fought so bad. <laughs> we were going to break up. Like, I mean, Bro. we can't, we cannot, like. It's comp- two winners. Oh, you. I mean, like, you, it's like. Yeah. Like, our basement's not finished at the house, like I was telling you, and like. And we do all types of, like obstacle courses, and we'll do stuff just together as a family. And like, you know, we'll play soccer in the basement, or like, and I didn't play. I played soccer until uh, for my. I didn't even play in high school, you know. But like, it's it's a sick thing. They're like, we just we hate to lose so bad. Yeah, you know, and like I you love should See my kids, man. Like they're they're over the top. Like my daughter, like I said, listen, you know, winning. You should accept winning. You should hate losing. Yeah. Now you see when you lose, you know how bad you feel, and maybe I'm maybe I'm a terrible
0: parent, but like I'm sorry, but that's gonna forget sports. That's gonna take you in life. Now, how do you handle losing? Oh, in what part? Well, in okay. So let's let's maybe so okay maybe like when you're like helping with your kids and they lose, like Mm -hmm. it's like I like to like take a loss and like learn from it and grow and like use it in a productive way. Like you Mm want to use that in a productive way. In the be- but that's something that's usually like taught, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning it's just like you fucking lose your shit and maybe throw a tantrum. How do you handle that? I you know what? They don't they don't that, that will not fly around me.
1: You're not gonna be a bad sportsman. You're not gonna throw a temper tantrum. You're gonna let it you're gonna think about it. And for me I always say, Okay, well, listen, that basically we lost. And this is my family, right? We lost. You know how bad it sucks. Basically, I don't say that, but you know yeah. you don't like it. It sucks. Bad. But like, how do we prevent it from happening again?
0: Yeah.
1: What are some things that you would have done that you would have won? Now I take that over into a contract negotiation. Yeah. I take that into having a good month in business, or a good quarter, or a good year. Yeah. You know what? How do we get better? Like, and you know what? Like I always say, okay, here's your loss. How do we get better, man? Like I, I'm so twisted crazy about losing like I had never want to go backwards and like when I, when I start going backwards, I'll quit dude like yeah. in in the business, I'm done I'll sell. you know what like I'm done and, and not to change subject, but like uh, talking about selling like I had multiple opportunities when everyone's buying on these companies and I was like listen, I'm not selling anything unless
0: you're gonna hire my team.
1: I walked away from millions of dollars, millions yeah and I was like, unless my team can come with me,
0: we're not selling. Yeah, because they they'll mess around and buy everything and yeah. just clean you know, house. Clean house. Yeah, but it's not happening. Happens all the time. Yeah. So, uh, I, had a, I had a thought. I was going to ask you something. We were talking about. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. No,
1: losing, losing.
0: You no, know, yeah, we were talking about we were talking about winning and losing, and I had a really good question for you. That's all right. It'll come back. because yeah, it, it was good. It's okay. It's okay. But. Um, no, dude. So you, um, I wanted to ask you about. I don't know what I was going to ask you now, Jesse. That's all right. That's all right. That's okay. It happens. What were you saying? You're saying something about winning. We're, oh, I know what I was going to say. I love Extreme Winners, and um, we're talking. Oh, winning in business—that's what it is. Contracts. Okay, so. You're dealing with a lot of fighters and different things. And unfortunately, they're not all very business savvy. And um, you've been in, in business for a really long time and you've grown accustomed to winning. And I love extreme winners. You know, I think of like Lance Armstrong. I think of like Tom Brady. I, I mean, just people and you can extrapolate that to almost any area of business or to any area of life. <clears throat> but like when you think of, like extreme winners in sports, like people tend to not like them. And I, I don't know if it's just, like, a scarcity mindset or people just... Some people really appreciate it and some people don't. And, um, dude, I mean, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it here, but you're a winner and you're killing it. And I've, I've been a fighter under your promotion and I've, I've dealt with you in a lot of business, and I've had nothing but good experiences. Um, but being that you do like to win and being that some people do have a scarcity mindset especially here in the midwest where it's like they see your success as their their failure or being that some people don't understand business how do you deal with with the, the people that say oh you know don't don't do business with jesse finney because he'll sue you or you know maybe he's going to call the fire department on you and get you shut down or you know you hear all these different things you know what i mean like how do you deal with those right
1: well and when i say about contracts i'm not talking about fighter contracts because I mean, truth be told like there's not a lot of money with these fighter contracts. No, right? absolutely like, not. I mean, so we're not talking like that. I'm talking about, like... Real contracts. Real contracts. Business like, contracts. Business contracts. Like, I understand that. Right. Okay, like, we're talking, <laughs> like, real estate dealings and, like... Uh, like there's a few more... sponsorships. Z- there's, there's more zeros on those ones. Wo- there's a lot more zeros than there is. <laughs> 700 and 700, or 900 and 900, or 6 and There's six. no money like, in fighting. Right. I mean, People I mean, like,
0: they're, get, they're getting into this to get rich. Right.
1: Well, um... So to take your answer to your question, like how, like the fighters, like
0: or not even some just people, the, yeah, just just people. Well, just,
1: I, I like people hate on winners, man. Dude, people hate on winners, but it, like the people that would, I bet you, you could count on one hand people that have hated me for, that have really, truly done business with me, right? Yeah, truly done business with me. Now, if there's people out there, aka trainers, which we know there's a few out there that in the past just r- shredded me. Shredded me, for 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 no reason. Like truly, no reason, zero. To this day, zero. Okay. I've had nothing like, but positive experiences well, with you. Well, I appreciate that. But you know what? You're an adult. You're you're smart, and with me, people know. Like, listen, if like if I say something, then I'm not bullshitting you. This is the way it's gonna be. But some people don't like the fact that I'm gonna say, listen, you know, I- I'm sorry if you're gonna sell. You know, twenty tickets. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay you what someone else is gonna pay you. Yeah. Let me show you the math. Let me show you how it breaks down. Because if I don't, guess what? I have payroll on the seventh and the twenty first of every month. Yeah. And I have people in the offices that work every time. It's not just about me making a couple hundred bucks. Okay, as a me. Okay, this is a company. Right. That's why I think a lot of people, and you've been around long enough that that's what they do, and that's when they have four fights a year, and they keep that money, and then they're they're rich for till the next till the next fight. You know, yeah. for us, man, we're, we're, this is a business, and we so we run it like this. Yeah, um, you just have to be the face. That's where people well and, and, misconstrue things. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I, I'm I'm serious. Like, you know what? Go out there and any of the fighters that have dealt with me one on one and dealt and said, "Listen, you know what? I've screwed anybody. I've never screwed anybody. You know what? Here's and here, look, we just hired Sammy Henson, right? Started, hired Sammy Henson as uh, color commentary for the fights. I saw that. That's a good. And, and so, like, you know what? Sammy and I Listen, same No matter what we do, I'm gonna put in a bullet point email. Here it is. Boom, boom, boom. Here it is. Good. done. Rob Donicker, Best best man at my wedding. Godfather of my daughter. Guess what? Him and I have a bowl point agreement. There's no gray area. Yeah. Now some fighters will come in and, um, well, oh, I, I don't want to fight this person. I'm looking for easy wins. You know what? You know the business as much. as I'm looking for easy wins. I'm looking for easy wins. Well, you know what? As long as you're open and honest, you're not going to fight the toughest guys in the world. But then all of a sudden, you want to play uh, Facebook tough guy. Yeah and then you want to get your easy wins, that's not going to fly with me. Yeah. You know, like, shoot it straight how it is, and, like, th- that's, th- and we're not going to have any problems. Yeah. But you know what? If you start, you know, playing the gray air and start bullshitting around with me, I'm sorry, but, I mean, I, I will, I will win. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't play that, man. Like, it's yeah. just, that's not the way that really it should that's be. That's just man. life, man. Just, it's life. Just fucking shoot it straight. Shoot it straight. And you know what? And, and you know what? If you shoot it straight, and you know what? You guys can need a bullet point email or a bullet point a text message. Bullet point something so you guys can go back. Whoa, whoa, whoa hold. On. Let's look at this. Okay. Well, let's look at this. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Black I and mean, white. like, um, ha, ha, did I did I sue? Uh, um, fight hard. No, I I mean like there's nothing for um fight hard to sue for. I mean. Yeah. I mean there's nothing. No, there's so like don't I, get me started on that promotion. Yeah. Dude. So like so like basically like they pissed you know, me off so much. Well, they they tried to you know, to take one of the guys and one of the guys um wasn't the smartest guy to go out there and sign a second contract. He knew what he was doing. And guess what, man? Uh, I I had to make an example out of somebody. You know what? Yeah. And we had to win in court and let the judges, you know, call what it was. But you know what? If that if we don't hold us if we don't hold it uh, strong on that, what
0: happens? Yeah, you have to hold the standard. Like you give an issue take to. a mile. You know what? And here's the thing, man. Like
1: um in in the fighter contracts, the winning winning party prevails. Guess what? We didn't. We didn't sue him. He also said, "Is you're not fighting the fight." Yeah. You know, like this is it. And we could have sued him for and taken everything. Like, come on, it's not about that, man. It's like,
0: do what's right. You know what you did. Yeah. You know, like it's pretty simple. Just do the right thing. Do the right thing. At the end of the day, I mean, that's a lot of business. It's just doing the right thing. Listen, I mean,
1: no, no. no let's just no bullshit here. Like Mike wanted us to sign a um a couple of his guys, right? We, you know what Mike said. These guys are not real big ticket sellers. What we're gonna help you? You know, can you help them? I said, yeah, Mike. Can you help us with these guys? Yep, no problem. Did it. You know what? But he also said, hey, listen, these guys are not gonna draw a lot of tickets. Yeah. Hey, shoot me straight, Mike. That's all I ask. And he did it. Yeah. You know, so like as long as we're always shooting straight with that. Yeah. No gray area. That's what it was. Goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely it goes a long way, man. And like, you know what? If you treat people like that, then you know. But some people want to say, oh, well, this guy's gonna do this and this guy's gonna do that, and they they sell you, and then all of a sudden it's like.
0: Okay dude, well now you burnt that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just got to just I don't know what's so complicated about just uh sticking to your word and, and just doing what you're going to do. Some people want to avoid the uncomfortable conversations. I agree with you. But the more you can become comfortable with the uncomfortable, the more successful you'll be. You know what? I um I I have
1: found that out. I've never been that person to um have an, to not ha- I've always been a guy that's like Man, if this really bugging me this bad, I need to have that conversation. Oh yeah. Right? So I've always done that my whole life. Forever. I didn't realize people didn't like that as much until the last couple years of my life. Oh, really? I'm dead serious when I say that because I'm just like, dude, if there's a problem, address it. Yeah. And then once we address it,
0: let's move on. It's that simple. That, it really
1: is. And that goes back to my mom. <laughs> like truly, that's just the way she is and um and it's like but some people just will avoid it and avoid it and avoid it and avoid it and, avoid it. and I'm like Dude, if it's a, you have to avoid it that much, that probably should tell you there's something wrong here.
0: Yeah. Or
1: now it's just like a send a text message or send a, send a, an email or it's like hey man, like you said earlier, face to face, sit down, yeah. working out. If it doesn't work out, no no hard feelings. Yeah, it's all Move good. Move on. Yeah. But you know, like you know, I just I think that's a. That's a problem a lot in this whole world, though, man.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you and you really kind of have to have a, a short memory in a sense. I mean, like once we worked it out, we worked it out. Don't stew on it anymore. Right. You got to move forward. Right. And uh, some people have a hard time moving forward. Um, let's segue here. Yeah. What, um, I feel like. Constant, uh, at least for me, like I'm always constantly trying to like learn and educate myself. Um, I just feel like if you're not like growing, then like you're you're going backwards. If you're not moving forward, you're going backwards. Is are like what is there anything that you turn to? Do you listen to podcasts or are there any books that you like to read or what do you like to turn to to kind of? You know what? Um, I'm not a big podcast guy.
1: You know what? Believe it or not, I'm not in the car that much. Yeah. So like, I'm one of these guys in in like I'm on the phone. Mm -hmm. I mean. All the time, like I, I don't even want to look at my phone right now. You know, right? like I'm on the phone all the time. Um, I read a lot. Okay. You know, uh, I, I
0: don't know if it, a movie that it, not a movie or a book. I you don't know if you ever watched *The Secret*. Um, I I did watch it, but I haven't read the book. I read the uh, Law of Attraction, though. Law of Attraction. But I didn't read this. Since, yeah, you know what? Yeah, same principles. I, I, same principles. And you know what? If you could, and like for me, like
1: if I feel like I'm really like struggling a little bit, not struggling, but as much as like. I need I need another dose. I go back and watch The Secret all the time. Do you? I bet you I watch The Secret four times a year. Okay. And the Law of Attraction. And you know what? If you don't believe in the Law of Attraction, I highly recommend that you start to learn um, learn it. Learn it.
0: <laughs> the Law of Attraction. I'm so big on it. I'm, oh. a, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, you know, the energy that we put out is the energy that we receive, and uh, I believe that when you live. With intention and like you act intentionally, like just things just happen to just things just appear into your, like your world. It's it's so crazy. You'd be shocked,
1: and like I mean, and, and I, I, amen to that, because like, um, I feel like if a lot of other people would try to put that in instead of always looking for a way around things, um, and, and look for the good and try to attract it. And also
0: put it out, because what you put out, you're going to get. Yeah, I'm so bad on that. That's That's something I've really had to focus on, because, so, I mean, I I went the traditional school route. I had a little bit of student loan, like, after my undergrad, but then, like, I was going through, uh, I separated from my ex-wife, and it was, like, at the very beginning. So, like, I jumped back into fighting, and I went back to school, and I got my master's and then like so now i'm i have like more student loan debt and then like it just is what it is but i found myself focusing on my student loan debt too much so like i'm just always like sitting back in my head like i'm just thinking oh man i got to get the student loan debt paid off like but, but do you i mean slowly but surely that's the thing right yeah. so like law of attraction i'm always focused on this debt what am i going to attract to my life more debt like that's not that you see you're, you're, that's not the way to get out of it so right. like Just probably within like the last couple weeks, I was just like, you know what, man, like, fuck the debt, it doesn't matter. Focus on building money, grow like just build, 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 build. That's what I'm focused on, just getting more money and growing. Because eventually, I'll outpace that debt. That's nothing, like right, right. And guess what? That debt's gonna be there, like no matter what. So why why worry about it? Like like yeah,
1: sure you got to pay on it. Yeah, sure you're gonna have to. But who cares? Because it's it's there. It's what it's the past. What can you do about it? What can you truly, what can you, nothing. Yeah. Go out there and go find some other ways to earn it. And just grow. To pay, pay some of that off. And yeah. then grow. Yeah. And you got your master's degree. No one can take that from you. That's true. No one can take it, ever. Right? So, like, I think that some people, like, want to just focus on the, the that, that, the negative. Man, look at the positive, man. And, like, you know what? In the past is the past, dude. I, I say it all the time, like, fine, you screwed up. I say this to everybody. You screwed up. Who cares? Let's move on. You know what? And let's move forward. Right. Moving on and moving up
0: Right. What else What else have you read recently or that you like to read?
1: You know what? Believe it or not, I'm not a big motivational yeah. um,
0: guy. I, I've
1: always had that mindset of, like, before I even watched or read The Secret, like, I'm one of those guys that, like, I, I live that mentality without even knowing about it. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those people. I write everything down. You know, what? like, anything I do, I write down. I write down. I envision. I have my whole, like, I'm a... Um, you have a vision board? Oh, a big vision. I mean, yes, a vision board, but I'm also a big visual on what I have for the week, the month, and my goals, and I better achieve that frickin' goal this week. Yeah. Or drives me crazy. Or this one for this month. Like, I am a vision guy out of this world. Okay. Like And, and uh, like, we got fights. Maristar coming up, right? So, like, for me, I'm like, we have to sell this thing out. Like, we're going to sell it out. You know, like, we're going to sell it out. Zero dose money. I mean it. Like, I shouldn't say zero. I shouldn't say uh, Ten less than ten percent. Yeah, I just want to win, and I want to sell it out. Yeah, you know, and I want to start the year off right.
0: Yeah. Well, money is only one piece of the game, right? I mean, you can solve that piece of the game, and then it's not. I mean, it's just a thing. You know what I mean? Right. But you think about it. I mean, then, if it's a hundred tickets at fifty bucks. It's
1: five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. hmm But it's not a big a lot of money in the long grand scheme of things. Right. It's about. There's other wins there for you. Correct. It's about creating this this atmosphere and creating memories from people when they come to the fights and those other people are going to see this and be like, Oh my gosh, this is what MMA in St. Louis is about. Like, that's what, like, Oh my gosh. Like you ask about a legacy, like for, for Kansas city or St. Louis, like I can guarantee you that like in, in 20 years from now, people will look at our shows and go, dude, those shows are amazing. Those shows are amazing. Fights. Don't take this the wrong way. The fighters. Yeah. The fights are great. But you know what? The the whole overall experience. That's what it's about. Dude, the whole overall experience. And now with what we're doing with like the weigh-ins, you know, and we're making it big and it's about the fighters and creating more for the fighters. Like, Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know, like that and then like the walkouts and then the sound and the timing and then the, the yeah. TV deals and putting this all together and it's like, wow, dude. And this comes out of a two small little offices. Yeah. You know, like, but it's the vision. Yeah. It's the vision.
0: It's a hell of a vision, dude, and you're doing an an excellent job of execution. You Um, you know, some people, having been a fighter, and I'm sure people, you know, they think you know, fifty bucks for a ticket, but it's like you go to a Shamrock FC show and you get this entire experience. You you know what? You can you can and listen, I'm not gonna bang on any
1: other show because right now in St. Louis, and I mean this, we had a bunch and. And we had a bunch of shitters for a long time. Yeah, okay? I came
0: up in that time. Right, all you the, did. All, all of really? those
1: promotions are gone. Right, they're all gone. You're still here.
0: When we'll be here.
1: You know, we've yeah. been here going on 21 years. But, like, at the same time, like, our tickets are always the most expensive. But you know why? Because we have payroll on the 7th. We have payroll on the 21st. Yeah. We're going to work on this 40, 50 hours a week. Yeah. You know, we're going to continue to put back money. you're running a business. We're running a business. This isn't a hobby. You know what? Like, <laughs> this is something we put back into it we create more experiences you know what like and it's more and more yeah you know so it's like you know we we can't use our um the pyro anymore okay just a small example we can't use the pyro um because we had to get the special fire code that we you know blah 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 so we we're not going to use it okay what else are we going to do well we're already thinking of five other things and having fun how can we that affect lighting and it's going to make it even look cooler some other different things because we have this in the budget that's a lot of things that people don't even know and like yeah. think about like you know that's the type of stuff like it's and it's not you think that I come up with all that, like it's it's all of us. Yeah. Look, we're on our new. so we're, we're probably not, why don't We probably don't want to this, but. <coughs> wait a Monday. Look. Okay. Well. <laughs> all right. Well. We're, 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 I'm letting go. I let go of a um, one of our guys the other day, that works for us, and we're bringing in someone new, right? And uh, and the, the team didn't even know what was going on. So, I, but I said, listen, why do you guys need to worry about this whenever the um, over the holidays? You know, I, when you when you guys come back in, and that's when I told them today, and they were like, no kidding. I'm like. Like, we didn't you know anything about it. I'm like, why would I bother you with it? It's over the holiday. Who cares? Yeah, it's, like, not, it's not your... Point, right, and there. so today we were like, well, you guys got some other ideas for how we can benefit from this other guy? You know, like, on that end of it?
0: Yeah. And then, like, all these great ideas came up about it. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, shit, you got some other stuff. Oh,
0: cool, cool, cool. You know, when you have zero options, you know, you start creating magic. That's it. You really do. And you you guys have grown. I mean, you started out at the Stratford. No, was, man, we started Was that out. in the... No, before Fine. then you started. And we started out at Carpenter's Carpenter's Hall on Hampton Avenue. I'm way off then. Yeah. So you started. Oh man, we, we very humble beginnings, and then now like, all your shows are in, in Ameristar and you're at um, River City Casino. You're still there, right? Yep. River City, Ameristar in Kansas City, Ameristar yep. here now. Yep. I mean, it's huge. Sure. I mean, and, and you know we're, you know we're gonna. Uh
1: Continue to build a brand across the Midwest as well.
0: Yeah. You so know, what's, so. yeah, that kind of leads me to my question. Like, what's next for you? Like, where where are you guys going? Um, as, as much as you'd like to talk yeah, about.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, we're going to we're gonna expand. Um, you know, I don't think a lot of people know this, but, like, the local casinos were all sold. They, they were uh, they were owned by Penn Gaming, which was in Hollywood, and then they were owned by uh, Pinnacle Entertainment, which was on River City and Ameristar. Okay. Well, they all, they got sold. They went to Boyd Gaming and Penn Gaming's got the other ones. Well, um, which is actually better for us in the long term. So, and, and Pinnacle was awesome for us, right? But like, um, but the reason that it's better is because they have more casinos across the Midwest. Okay. And so we're gonna we're gonna go to some of those casinos. Oh. Nice. And um, and it helps us expand our brand. Yeah, that's and, exciting. And you know what? And I say this to people all the time is like, yeah, we could go and do more shows and do this and do that. I'm I'm a Midwest guy. I'm not gonna like. I want to make sure things are slow steady done correctly look at this I, I don't make those rash decisions like this i want to make sure that the, the marketing's gonna be planned out i want to make sure that we're not doing a, a fight you know four weeks another one a week later i want to make sure things are you know i mean we've got almost our like 2020 mapped out right now no oh, right? man and it's january 2018. So. exactly
0: so you're, you're planning yeah good stuff well jesse um i want to be respectful of your time it's been about an hour um I'm gonna leave the floor to you. If there's anything that you'd like to, uh, anything you want to plug, um, anything—I don't—I know you're not big on socials. If you wanted to put that in there, you can. I just no, leave it up man. to you, man.
1: I um well, thanks for having me. Number one, number two, I appreciate you always um,
0: judging because I know you came.
1: Look, let, let's just call it what it was. There was a time that um with the Mike and I didn't have the Mike Rogers and I didn't have the best relationship, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I came up here and ugh, you don't ever want to do business with Jesse Finney because he'll blah blah. You know, fill in the blank. But then I, I, I've never had that experience. Right. Well, I appreciate it. But in, in, you know what? Like, you
1: took a gamble on us, right? Like, because Mike, Mike hated us at that time, which Mike's awesome. I, you know, Mike Rogers got me in this game. Like, that's what I don't think a lot of people understand. Like, and but he hated me for a while, and I was this. Mike's a great guy. Mike can be an emotional guy. We all know that. Yeah. I love him. I yeah. love him. But you also got to love him for his passion. You know what? And, like, his, his passion for it. Like, yeah. but I appreciate you taking the chance on us as well. And, like, you know, and seeing like you know experiencing things for yourself yeah. you know and i said to people all the time like hey you know what go experience things for yourself like you know what how, how have you been treated with us like how have have been treated with other people not just listen to other people you know and um and 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 mike and i are great now you know like yeah. and, and like but there was a there was a time there was it was a rough patch but yeah it, and truly it only hurt us it only hurt mike and his guys and he still did great you know not, don't get me wrong but, like, it only hurt the city of St. Louis. Yeah. And and it's a shame, but things are getting better. You know, 100%. Things, things are getting better.
0: You know, I mean, his gym is amazing. The guys he puts out, come on, man,
1: they're killers. Yeah. Right? We have
0: a lot of good fighters. I think it's also too important to remember that, um, you know, you guys have both, and you've been in this game for a long time. I mean, you've grown. And, like, you started as a young, hungry dude and just trying to win. And, you know, Things happen along the way, and here we are today. You know what I mean. You're not, like you said, just keep moving forward. Yeah, keep moving forward. And like I said, like, you know,
1: I, you know, people ask me how I got started with MMA stuff. It's like I got started because Mike Rogers and Steve Berger, when I had a gym down in Bevo Mill, would come down and want to like do like spar before their MMA matches. And I was like, you guys are nuts, man. Why would you guys do that stuff, right? And they're like, dude, you're an athlete. Dude, like you would do so good in this and I was like, you guys are crazy. Right? And so And you did well. I mean well, I did strike well. force. So. Yeah, but I mean like I did well, but I wouldn't even have been in the MMA game if it wasn't for those guys either. So like it's funny how things come all full circle and now we're all cool again. So it's yeah. like it's good. But no, man, I appreciate you having me and I appreciate you taking a, a chance on us as well. And um, you know, like I always say this to the people in the community, is like Man, like, look for the positive in people. Man, like, look for the positive in in the promotion. Look for the promotion in any promotion. Yeah, you know, like, listen, go experience things for yourself. Like, and I always encourage people when when there were other shows, people would always ask me, like, oh, what do you think about those shows? I was like, man, go experience it. You tell me, you know, you tell me. Like, go, don't listen to me. Yeah, go, go experience it. Go try it. Yeah, you know, go try it. So, man, we just
0: gotta we gotta keep pushing forward in St. Louis and um, keep doing what we're doing, man. We're really. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, I'm excited to see what you guys have uh, moving forward. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Absolutely, brother. Thank you.